everyone and welcome to Fantasy Football Wives episode 26. I'm Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan. And I'm Sarah, City fan, married to United fan. So it is our last episode before the end of the season. We've got two game weeks left. I can't believe it that we're already here. Although at the same time, I feel like the season has been going on forever. Uh, but we are very excited to be speaking to Karen Taser today, who is a massive Aguero fan. And more importantly, he's a YouTuber who hosts a number of programs, including FPL Chat in Arabic for all those Middle East managers. So we're looking forward to speaking to him later on in the episode. Uh, we also discuss what's been happening in the last few weeks, differentials for the next two game weeks, and answer your Twitter questions, as well as find out what the status is between the two of us. But before we get into all of that, it's Good Week, Bad Week. So to kick off good week, it's Jamie Vardy. Now, Sarah, you get... What happened? I booed because of Jamie Vardy. (laughs) All right. I thought you said, wait, wait, wait. I thought you said stop recording. Uh, Well, Sarah, you were booing him because you give him a bit of a bad time and I'm not sure why. He is now the 13th highest scoring player in fantasy football. He scored 18 goals which is just two less than Aguero and Mane, and it makes him the fifth best goal scorer. And he's the only one that is below 10 million. So I wanted to give him a bit of a shout out. Mm. Well, <laughs> he had a good game this week. but um, And last yeah. week. Yeah. Too little, too late, maybe. Hope Not really. Game week this week. <laughs> How do, I think um, they might trip you up, actually. So, yeah, having said all of that, you know, Leicester do... Uh, are playing City and then Chelsea. But I think they're going to trip you up. I really do. Liverpool drew against them. They just thrashed Arsenal 3-0. It could be the one to ruin City's Premier League title. It could. Me and my dad have talked about that. Also, Mike Dean's the referee, which is not ideal. So who else was it a good week for? Uh, good week for Liverpool defence. And they've been here before and they're here again. So Robertson and Van Dijk are fifth and sixth highest fantasy football players um they're going to finish the season playing Newcastle and Wolves uh can they keep clean sheets and bring us at least six points um I hope not I actually think Wolves are going to upset Liverpool and so my second team I'm hoping are going to um to win us the league my new second team only of this year (laughs) so would you be happy to sacrifice those clean sheets for Robertson and Allison so that City win the title of course. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Team always about fantasy football. And, you know, I've only got you to beat, and we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> I them. Who else do we want to give a special mention to, Sarah? So a shout-out to Fulham. Oh, well, I don't understand why. Oh, because he scored two goals. And got an assist. And got an assist. And got but still, points. I don't change my position that Mo Salah, Salah, is overrated in fantasy football. Where's he? Where's he in the highest scoring league? Where is he? He is... He's first. He didn't get the most fantasy football point. He's... What are you talking about? He's leading by about 25 points. He's the, are you kidding me? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> where's Mo Salah? 
uh, he's winning. He is the top, the best fantasy football player. Uh, I demand a recount. There's no recount to be had. <laughs> he scored like 19 goals. You know, 21. This. 21 goals. They are more than Aguero, Manny. Like, I don't know why you don't like him. Too little, too late. No, he had a bit of a blip. That's all. Well. He's supposed to be yeah. in good week. You're supposed to be praising him. Instead, you're trying oh, to shoot him down. I'm not going to speak positive, positively, really, about any Liverpool player. <laughs> it's too close. It's too close. Right. Well, let's talk. give a shout out uh, in good week to Fulham's goalkeeper. Can you believe it? Sergio Rico, who made eight saves in Saturday's match against Cardiff, which gave him 11 points. And by the way, Sarah, did you notice who scored the goal for Fulham? Oh, was it your tip? Yes, it was my differential tip. It was Ryan Babel. So I was really pleased when I saw that. So uh, on to bad week. Well, actually, bad week is kind of a bit of a collective. So it starts off with Arsenal because they lost 3-0 to Leicester. Um, But in fact, who should be in here? Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea and Man U. Because it's like a race for sixth place, not fourth. I mean, they're all failing to turn up in their previous last two matches. Um, It's like no one wants to play Champions League next year. And there's just five points between third and sixth place. So it is a very interesting time for those top uh, for those third to sixth place teams um this weekend's obviously crucial but I do think Spurs and Chelsea will just about make it and I think some Chelsea players could be good differentials which we'll talk in our second part of the podcast Welcome back to part two of Fantasy Football Vibes. Well, this is the bit where we tell you how many game weeks have each of us won. So since we last recorded, I won one game week and then Sarah won last game week. And so the score is 19 and a half. 16 and a half. Which means that technically, Sarah, you've won in terms of number of game weeks won. Woohoo! Well done. And listen, I have marginally closed the gap to 30 points between us. I'm still determined to finish ahead of you, despite losing on number of game weeks won. So I think we need to talk differentials because we've both got Mane, Aguero, Son and two Liverpool defenders. So who are the players who we think can make a big difference. Well, you need to worry about that. I'm just going to go for the winning formula because I've got a 30-point lead. And can I just add, no one would have anticipated at the beginning of the season that your target to the end of the season is to finish above me. (laughs) No, I wouldn't have even anticipated. I've looked at my scores and this, I'm not even going to take into account my first year that I did fantasy football because I didn't know what I was doing. But in the eight years I've played, this is my second worst year. Why do you think that is? Is it because of the maybe because of the podcast you think about it too much, or you're researching too much? Like what what's gone wrong, Anya? No, I don't think. I think I've researched slightly less actually than in previous years. I've just had like bad punts. You know, I had Salah and I think I stick with players too long, hoping for them to turn around, and then actually they don't turn it around, and then I get rid of them, and then suddenly they start performing well again. Um, I, you know, I never had Sterling on my team, for example. There were a couple of like big names that I just never had. 
um, in games where they did really well. I mean, 30 points isn't a huge amount. You know, in the leagues that we're in, Sarah, I mean, we're still 300 points behind some people. Oh, well, this is definitely my best season ever. Well, good for you. Do you think that's because you've been listening to all my tips and then deciding to do the opposite? Yeah, seems that way. So let me... uh, uh, I don't think I've ever broken the 2000... um, uh, barrier before that's amazing well congrats so I've had a look up my sis- season history and I have I have broken um 2000 points before uh last season when I got 2015 and so I am beating it so this is my best ever season and that's thanks to the podcast because you meant you kept playing past Christmas that is absolutely thanks to the podcast <laughs> because I didn't give up even though I threatened to a number of times. It's also my highest rank. In in, in 2014-15, I, I ranked 424,000, but only with 1,900 points, whereas um, I'm in the 300s. But only, you know, we just need to build on it for next year, Anya. Oh, my goodness. So, right, d- d- season history aside, who's your differential then versus me for this game week? Um... Well, it depends who you're going to get rid of. Are you going to keep all of those players that we have the same? Yeah, so I'm going to keep all those players and I'm just going to buy a different goalkeeper because I've either got Ryan Mm. or Foster and they've both got terrible matches for the last two game weeks. I would love to buy De Gea, but I'm missing £100,000. So I need to think about it, but I'm basically buying a new... You'd love to buy De Gea. De Gea is having a nightmare at the moment. Not really. They play Huddersfield and Cardiff. I'm... I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to keep a clean sheet versus yeah, them. My differentials are Wan-Bissaka and Zaha. Mm. Yeah, they play Cardiff, don't they? And maybe Doherty. Yeah, who play Fulham. But then those teams, they play, I think Palace play Bournemouth and then Wolves play City at the end. Yeah, I might take him out for that game. <laughs> I'd say my differential is Sigurdsson and Luke Shaw. And Rashford. <laughs> Have you been watching United play football? They're playing Huddersfield. I mean, everybody that plays Huddersfield wins like 4-0, 5-0. Oh, given what United's form, I'm not sure they will. But anyway. No, I did watch them play against Chelsea and they weren't that bad. Oh my God, they were atrocious. No, they weren't. And against City, they have one strategy, lop it forward to Rashford. So those are my differentials, basically, Man U players. And uh, Sarah's going to disagree because she thinks they're bad, but also because she's a City fan and hates Man United. <laughs> and they're rubbish. Right. How about our, um, how about our league, Anya? Uh, well, it's the same guy that's been topping the league for the last, you know, 10 weeks, Mr. Ian Wilson with his team, the Underglazers, he's on 2,308 points um, with the next fancy football manager, 53 points behind him. So I'm pretty sure he's going to win the league. He captained Mane and he had Robertson, TAA and your favourite player, Sarah, Jamie Vardy. (laughs) Um, We need to make him, we've got to decide what the prize was. Wasn't it a mug with both of our faces on it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to find him. Um, yeah, that sounds lovely. If you're yeah. listening, Ian Wilson, get in touch. You're going to be the winner of a really lovely mug. 
Um, so our manager of the week uh, this week was Paul Curtis, and he got a whopping 121 points. He triple captain Salah, which brought him in nearly half his points with those two goals, assists, and three bonus points. Gave him 57 points with the special chip. So congratulations. Yeah. There were quite a few people that hit 100, and I and it was thanks to captaining Salah or triple captaining Salah or Mane. It was a good week to do it in, given that they... I was close. I got 98. Yeah, so... you were. I thought My dad got over 100 two weeks in a row. He's... No! And he's never got 100 in his life before. He was very happy. That's amazing. <laughs> right, on to our Twitter questions. Right, so this is from Abermandrechts. <laughs> um, thoughts on this... Uh, on Thoughts on taking hits in the final two weeks. So this depends on the strategy. I'm just trying to beat Sarah, so I can't even risk taking a minus four when she's 30 points ahead of me. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, likewise. I'm not going to risk four points when you're trying to catch me. But yeah, it depends what you're trying to, to what you're trying to achieve. If you're trying to win a league and the gap is small and it'll make a big difference, then, then it could be worth a punt. But, um, you know, at this point in the season, there's often quite, quite big gaps between league leaders. But yeah, it depends what your um, objective is. God, I sound like I'm at work. <laughs> I mean, we're talking fancy football strategy, and it is basically a job. Yeah, exactly. It's like being at work. What is your objective? (laughs) Anyway. Here's how much money you've got. You've got to stay within the budget. Stay within the budget and work out the best strategy. So next question was from Agazaka3. Who's going to win the golden boot? Salah, Aguero, or a new player? Well, not a new player. It is Salah or Aguero. Now I'm educated on how many goals Salah has actually scored this season. Sorry, <laughs> Bill Rose. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's only a goal in it, isn't it? It could be Mane too. I just think Liverpool have got slightly better fixtures than, than Man City. So I think it's going to be... Uh, have they, I though? I don't know. Maybe they don't. Wolves are challenging for a European spot, right? Yeah, not really. Well, they want to have a high finish. They're not going to go easy. Mm. I'd say Wolves are more dangerous than Leicester. And, so and think- Brighton versus Newcastle away. We lost Newcastle away. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine if it was Jamie Vardy that won? God, I don't hate him that much. My God, I just think he's pointless. <laughs> right, so if you, had to put, if you had to put bets on money, who do you think is going to win it? The league? No, or... No, the Golden the, Boot. Um... Uh, Aguero. I can't ever say anything else. Oh my goodness! What it's about good. you? You're a you're a independent there. I think Salah's going to do it. My Salah, Salah. Nah. Right. Next question. So this is from at M Bison twenty two. Everybody needs punts. Who is the best punty muck punt face <laughs> punt for the next two game weeks? So I've got two for you. Uh, Sarah actually has one of them which is Zaha, uh, Palace play Cardiff, um, and then Bournemouth. And then the other one to look out for is West Ham's Antonio. So they play Southampton and Watford. Okay, good calls. Um, next question was two questions from at Osman Jafaruma. What are your Man United's best picks to end the season with? I'm not going to answer that. Well, Maybe. he's already got Shaw and Pogba because he kindly sent us his team. So the only question is, who's your striker going to be? Is it going to be Rashford or Lukaku? I've got Rashford and watching closely, if he will start this weekend, I thought he looked good in Sunday's match against Chelsea. And I would say he could put a couple past Huddersfield. 
Hmm. So the next question from him is, and help me with the one transfer to make for Game Week 38, because I want to use my bench boost chip. So again, I'd say Jimenez for Rashford, because Wolves play Liverpool and Manu play Cardiff. Okay, well, we'll see if you um, help or ruin his season. (laughs) And on that on lovely note, we are about to speak to our guest. Um, So stay tuned. Uh, We're speaking with Karam Taser. We are very excited to be speaking with Karam Taser. Welcome. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Anya. And hi to every listener. Uh, yeah. Where are you recording from? Uh, from Amsterdam, from the Netherlands. Well, from home. Ah. That's if, if you if you mean that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're based in Amsterdam, but you are hosting an FPL show for Middle Eastern fantasy football managers. What got you into that? Yeah, so basically I am uh, originally Palestinian and I moved to the Netherlands five years ago initially to do a Master of Science in Water Engineering. And then I stayed in the Netherlands after getting a job in Amsterdam. And two years ago I joined, well, I started playing FPL. This season, it was the first season actually to be more involved in the Twitter community. So last time or last season I was playing for my own knowledge, um, my eye test mainly. Later on in the season, I start to realize there is an FPL show, so I start to follow their official website. But this season, um, I engaged more to the Twitter community and start to follow accounts and well, scoutcasts, podcasts, and all this stuff, which has actually contributed to improve my game. And for me as a person, I'm more of a social person. So, um, I decided to convert the time I spent in FPL into video content. And I looked around and I didn't really see a great, let's say, content for the Middle East managers. Most of the websites or of, of the YouTube channels, they are chatting just from the eye test point of view, while I am a person like the stats as well. Um, so I decided to provide the video content mainly for the FPL managers in the Middle East in, in the language, in Arabic language. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so Sarah, you'll be happy to hear that Karam is a Man City fan and he's a huge fan of Aguero. Amazing. Karam, how did you get into supporting Man City? So, um, until 2008, I used to watch uh, the Spanish League, the La Liga. And I didn't really have much of uh, involvement in the Premier League. And, of course, in 2009, I decided to uh, uh, expand my, my football knowledge and uh, the entertainment to the Premier League. And at that time, I didn't really have a team to pick. So um, I started to watch a few games from different teams. And back then, I really liked the, the way Man City started to play. And um, I knew that the, there are new owners and new management. And start to invest in this club with a, with a clear vision and a clear goal to build the team, to start build the history. And I like the fact that they started investing in the youth as well and build talented players. Um, but the, the crucial point was in 2011 when they um, 
Bot, David Silva, Yaya Torre, Sergio Aguero from, from Atletico Madrid, and Sergio used to be my favorite striker in La Liga. Um, I'm, I'm a Barcelona fan in, in La Liga, but I used to like Aguero in Atletico Madrid. And then I, I just decided to, uh, to uh, follow Man City, and I think the, the, uh, the day I really fell in love with the club, well, I, of course I used to cheer them up and I really liked them, but the Aguero goal versus the QPR, there is something in me that I was, I was moved by that goal, and I remember that I started running around the house that the we scored the winner in 2011-12 season and and uh, it's it's been like that since then and um, i made sure that to watch the uh, man city games ev- pretty much every weekend and even recently i had the chance to watch the um, some some premier league games um, from this season liverpool at the etihad arsenal as well and recently spurs uh, a couple of weeks ago the 1-0 game followed by the champions league knockout so uh, that's how I ended up at Man City. I think we all um, we all remember that moment in the ninety third minute um, when Aguero scored that goal. For every City fan, anyway. That's uh, um, actually I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast. Um, and if anyone ever finds my phone, please don't do this. But my code for my phone is ninety three twenty because it makes me laugh whenever my husband wants to use my phone. He has to type in ninety three twenty. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I, I, i'll tell you something as well i uh after after that goal uh, in the summertime I, I i got the t-shirt of number 16 of sergio aguero of that season and i still wear it every every match uh, when i watch it from home and or every time i go to the to manchester visit the city and have a match ticket uh match day ticket I have that that cat because it means a lot. That 90, 93-20 moment is is historical for the club, and um, he is my hero. He is my hero, absolutely. Oh, oh, Sarah, I think we found a bigger fan of Aguero than you. I know. That I, I know. Be, yeah. I am. <laughs> I want to get a cat and call it Kun. <laughs> I won't have any of it, but. That's uh, that's amazing. We all remember where we were in that moment, just like uh, Anya will always remember where she is when City, Tottenham knocked City out the Champions League a couple of weeks yes, ago. Yes, they did. But uh, unfortunately, didn't continue that success last night, but I still believe we can bring it back next week. So, Karam, uh, very quickly, what is your top tip for the next two game weeks? Top tip? Uh, do you mean in terms of strategies, right? Yes, yeah. for fantasy football. Yes, so I think now um, game with 37 and 38 is, is the closing grounds for, for this season and pretty much comes down to what is my target. So at the moment, I have, uh, I'm involved in a mini league at work, at my working place, and I'm leading this mini league by 18 points ahead of 185 employees playing the game. So it's a very stressful time. And um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> I'm now settled in, uh, uh, yeah, now I have two free transfers. So the plan is to really um, try to make good, as good decisions as I can because I've been un- extremely unlucky for the last six, seven game weeks with the wild card, with the chip strategies. I don't think personally that I was successful in that, in the, in the, um, in the chips. So I have now two free transfers to use. 
Um, I have an issue with the Spurs assets because I'm tripling up on their attack with Ericsson, Sun, and Laurenti, which was unfortunate because of the three games which I owned them, they scored only one goal, and oh, at least it was Ericsson, someone I own, so uh, not, could be much worse. Um, the um, the options I'm looking at is really about Man United. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Pogba. And Luke Shaw, uh, Pogba, I think he's yeah. owned by less than 10% in the top 10k. I know I'm a bit far from the top 10k. I'm around top um, well, 60k at the moment. But it just shows that the ownership of Paul Pogba is, is much less than you can expect mm-hmm. uh, within top 50 or top 10k. The, uh, the, there are a few things uh, stand by him and stand against him. Um, he scored one goal in the last 10 game weeks from an opening play, but at the same time, he scored um, three goals and two assists, I think, against Cardiff and Huddersfield. He's on the penalties as well. Um, Cardiff and Huddersfield conceded 15 penalties this season together. So they have the temptation to uh, commit fouls in the in the penalty boxes. So there are many things to stand by him. Um, but at the same time, yeah, you can't really you can't really know what's going on with Man United in, in terms of they are completely out of form. So I think he's he's someone to consider. I I also like the um, the Hazard pick against Watford. Um, there's some part of me says it could be like a, a party for him or a farewell, uh, if, if this is the proper word. Uh, if he moves in the summer to Real Madrid, he, he could go. Uh, mental and and perform uh, his last show at Stamford Bridge, so it could be something to consider. So I'm between, yeah, between these two options for for the next two game weeks. Hopefully, I close it uh, strongly and and keep leading my mini league. That's for, that. Those were very good tips, Karam. And we talked a little bit about Manu and Chelsea earlier on. And, and I notice your team. You've got very similar um, assets to me and Sarah. So you have Mane, and you captained him. And you've got Aguero and Robertson and TAA. Who are you going to captain for this weekend coming? So as it stands, the captaincy is on Sergio Aguero. Um, I, I do think that he will return against Leicester City. He has great record against them. Um, of course, not, not the same coach, not the same informed team that he played against last season. But that comes maybe so that could be something positive for for uh, Man City. I think, believe it or not, Leicester City all of a sudden they play on the seventh place. Um, so I'd like to think that they will attack, they will try to get something out of the game, and that, of course, will leave some spaces behind. And, and that's what Man City is, is strong at, uh, playing in the small spaces. So I think, oh, yeah, I, I, do think, oh, I do know that Sergio Aguero is a different animal at Etihad um, rather than away. So everything... But they are fixture-proof after all, and any game at Etihad, it's it's a very strong fixture for them. Uh, I do like mm-hmm. Sterling. He's my vice-captain as well, but for the recent game weeks, he did not return yet, so I don't know how how he is. I, I, from from, uh, from uh, game time, I think he's nailed on, um, looking at his form. and But yeah, I'm, I'm more leaning towards Sergio Aguero mm. um, at this time, yeah. Okay. I've currently got Mane. What about you, Sarah? As my captain, Mane. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Interesting. 
yeah, I, I also like the Liverpool assets um, uh, against Newcastle, but I'm just worried a little bit about the uh, the game against Barcelona and depends really on the outcome of the first leg. Which is in two so, minutes. Which is in two minutes indeed. So um, if, if Liverpool comes out with a positive result, probably they will try to save some energy for the second leg. Um, I, yeah, you can't really read the club um, how, how would they approach the game. But I do think that Newcastle away is a little bit tricky by itself. I don't expect Liverpool to um, hammer Newcastle with the three, four goals, uh, especially away. The last two away games, I think against Cardiff, only two goals. A couple of uh, away games before that was Fulham, it's only two goals. So... I'm not really expecting a lot of goals from from uh, Liverpool, but indeed, I think I think Liverpool, uh, I think Salah and Mane still still good shouts for for game week okay. thirty seven. Well, thanks yeah. thanks for the tips, Karam. I might I might take you up on Aguero, so I've got a differential versus Sarah. But without further ado, because it's you, Anya. I'm just going to copy you. It's in my interest to do whatever so you do. So I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do. Right, so we've got one minute left before uh, Liverpool hopefully beat Barcelona. Ha ha. So my fun fact is about Kun Aguero. Hey. So, so I've got two I've got two fun facts. And the first one you might know, which is where does his nickname Kun come from? Um, I know that he used to like um, a cartoon when he was a child, and the cartoon, uh, well, the character in that cartoon called Comcom, and his parents yeah. just because he was liking it that much, they decided to call him Kun, and and from that time onwards, it, it, he's been called the Conaguero. That's as far as I know. Exactly, so. <laughs> it was his grandparents who gave him the nickname because he looked like a Japanese character called Kumkum. So, yes. did you know that, Sarah? No, I didn't. Well, that, now you know the history behind your cat's name. <laughs> right. So, second, second fun fact: Aguero briefly had a different job. What was his different job? TV presenter. No. Barber. No. Any ideas, Karam? Um, not really sure about this one. I didn't know that Aguero is is <laughs> has had a different. Let, job. Let, I don't let me give you a little bit of a hint. Let's see if this works. Okay. Oh, is he a musician? That's Kun Aguero singing. What is that? Oh. He, he flirted with pop stardom. So I can send you the link, Sarah, and you can put that up with the podcast notes. Or you can even finish out the episode with Kun Aguero's <laughs> dulcet tones. There's a... There's a music video and everything. He's got the headphones on. He's singing into a microphone. He's got the open shirt. Wow, that's how surprising. Old is he? I, can't, <laughs> I, didn't know. I can't see how old he is. I think he's like 10, 15 years ago. Wow, that's amazing. And the a track was um, he teamed up with someone called Los Lielas, and the track is called El Kun Aguero. <laughs> That's amazing. No, I, I now you love him that. even more, Karam, don't you? 
Well, I, I should have known that. Uh, if he's my hero, I should have known what he was doing when he was dead. So. <laughs> well, Karam, thank you very much for joining us. It was really lovely to speak to you. Uh, good luck with winning your work mini league and, and congrats on the, on the YouTube channel. I hope that continues to grow and you get even more subscribers for next season. I look forward to that. Thank you very much for having me here. It's been it's been uh, a joy to talk to you. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for that. And uh, th- uh, most importantly, we, we knew something new about Corona so, uh, <laughs> Hey, nice. you've got Luke Shaw, we've got Kuguero. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. Bye. 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 Escucha, mami. Esto es para vos y mis hermanas. Por las ganas que no puedo contener. Porque mi sangre está siempre presente. Por las emociones que me hace sentir. El fútbol es mi pasión y ganas de vivir. Juegas al fútbol.